Man, I hate looking at old pictures of myself. Look at how pretty I was in high school. Bitch. I was 16. You look 16. That is like the most... Does that say hopelessness? Yeah. Yep, you were definitely 16. Yep. I love it. It's so cool. Yep. Such a, like, such a fucking dramatic... You, you are beautiful. Thank you. Dumbass. Thank you. That's but. like... That was my Sunday. Why did I tuck my sweater underneath my belt? I mean, I think it looks cute. I I just think you look like a 50s housewife. I kind of love it. Yeah, with the pearls. Yeah. You look like you could be in, like, Miss Marple's something. Alright, so this is episode 18, so we only have two left until we get to 20! Yes. And we, I I was trying to think, are we going to hit 20? No, we'll hit, we will publish 20 episodes in the new year. Yes. Officially. So it won't be by Christmas, but we will have recorded 20 episodes probably by Christmas. Hopefully. I would assume. That's what I hope. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll Um, celebrate early. Yeah. And everyone else can celebrate in January. Yeah. Ha ha. (laughs) So. We're so mature. I know. (laughs) Wait a second. What? That means that we've almost done this for six months. Because if we release... Oh wait, no, we started off releasing three. So maybe not. When did we first release? August. Was our first release? September, October, November, December. Wow. We've been doing this a while. We're old now, y'all! Okay. So, this is episode seven, 18, blah, and this is the second part of Bitchin' Witchin'. <laughs> Bitchin' Witchin'. So, I, I decided to cover because, mainly because I was really curious, the most of my interactions with witchcraft have actually just been scrolling through TikTok and running into random TikTok lives. Same. And most of the time, they're doing things like reading tarot, doing pendulum stuff, or whatever, and... I don't know, like, I never knew, like, the origins or, like, the the kind of thought process behind those things. Oh, I have tarot cards. Tarot cards scare me. I have tarot cards. They're really shiny. They scare me. Are you afraid they're going to hurt you? Yeah. I mean, you could get a paper cut. (laughs) I just figured I would cover kind of maybe a little bit of history, maybe just kind of background about, like, information about, like, each little topic. Mm-hmm. So, just because I, I was curious, and I thought other people might be too. Starting out with tarot cards that are terrifying. The only reason I find them terrifying is one, other than, like, he was always, like, drilled in my head as a kid to not do anything with tarot. Like, if tarot cards came up in a movie, we'd turn the movie off. See, I don't even know anything. I just associate it with, like, the Ouija board a little bit. But yeah, it's... it's see, that was the same for me with Ouija boards, was like, never play with a Ouija board. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play with a Ouija board. I'd probably do a tarot thing, a tarot reading before Ouija board, but at the same time, I still think that, like, dangerous, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it, Not dangerous, like, something's gonna come out and, like, hit me or anything, but dangerous as in, like... You don't know what you're doing, and so you yeah, don't know, I don't what, know you're what I'm doing, with. and it's really serious, like, 
taking something as, like, going to be your future is, like, a really serious thing. And I don't know if I want to make assumptions about what a card means. I feel like, so I should say that I think of tarot cards sort of as I think of astrology. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell me what the um, future for an Aquarius is today Uh or what today holds for me as an Aquarius. Am I going to really believe it? And eh, probably not. Yeah. Like, I take I take astrology with a heavy dose of salt. Because, like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. all very different. Yeah, I do kind of like, I do kind of both. I find astrology interesting. And I like it because, like, it makes me feel part of something. Especially, like, I love all the memes because I'm a Taurus. <laughs> so I love all the memes for Tauruses because it's all about eating food and shopping. And I'm like, yes. And napping, too. Oh, wow. That's very on point. I know. It's crazy. Aquarius, I don't really know. Aquarius, I feel like, is one of the more under, like, underlooked or overlooked signs, I want to say, because it's always the last one, because it's the last one in the thing. Oh. And it's just sort of like, you just go with the flow. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Isn't it a water sign? Yeah. I'm an earth sign, which I'm not really happy about. I'd like to be an air sign, just for aesthetic purposes, but, you know. <laughs> I'm so messed up. Okay. I mean, think about it. You like to garden. You love gardening. Yeah, I do, and I love being outside. And I love the world. I don't know. Anyway, it's. I think it's kind of very Taurus of me to say I want it for the aesthetics. Anyway. I'm like, I don't really care, mm-hmm. and I have a water sign, which is cool. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like part of it would make sense to me as far as astrology, which actually I I didn't cover. Maybe I should have, but I feel like a lot of people kind of know astrology stuff. But anyway, I could understand it as being something like the gravitational pull that's going on during that season and the, like, temperature and, like, what people wear and, like, there are so many factors that are related Mm -hmm. to time of year that I feel like it could influence someone's personality. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's more of just like, oh, this is kind of funny. Yeah. So. I love the memes. Yeah. The memes are really funny. Yeah. Tarot cards. Yes. Sorry. Okay, so I I got this information from learnreligions.com. Okay. Tarot cards trace back to around the late 14th century. So really all it was is it started out just as playing cards for games. Mm -hmm. So just like a normal, like, deck of cards, right? And then in the mid-1400s, Italian artists began painting additional cards and made them, like, heavily illustrated, and they would, like, make them look like a certain person, you know, and it would be like, oh, this is painted after Lord so-and-so, you know, and they would include their family members in it and kind of custom-make cards. They were called triumph cards or or trump cards in teleprinting press was invented it pretty much was like just a wealthy family thing as things often are oftentimes a wealthy family would commission an artist to create their own set of cards and feature all their family members and friends divination with playing cards kind of was starting to be used for that purpose in the 16th and 17th century yeah originally it was like oh this is for games and then people were like well we could also use it for this and then now, so it went from, like, a normal deck of cards to, and playing, like, Go Fish to, oh, Go Fish plus this, plus Grandpa's in there, because Grandpa's rich and he can paint the card. And then, oh, now we're going to tell the future with this or get answers from it. It's this. so interesting how those things, it's like, let's just add in this thing. Yeah. It's like, that's 
not okay. Well, yeah. All right. Pop off. Whatever. In 1781, a French Freemason and former Protestant minister, Antony Court de Gabelin, published analysis Got of tarot cards, and he claimed that their meanings were derived from the secrets of Egyptian priests and. Everything behind it was so secretive and powerful and the Catholic Church conspired to cover up the meaning of tarot cards from everyone because they were so powerful. Like, he was all into this, like, conspiracy theory stuff. Interesting. But there was no actual historical evidence to support that, so. I love conspiracy (laughs) theories, although I feel like the 2020 election really ruined ruined it. Or was it 2021? Um, No, it's 2020 election. Yeah, the 2020. Yeah. So I figured I'd go over a couple of, like, individual cards and okay. kind of say, like, what their meanings are. Yeah. So, a page of cups. Ooh, wait, hold up, hold up. Okay. Hold, okay. Hold on, let me get, I just want to see the actual card you're talking about. Oh, here they are. Okay. All right. So, pull out a card. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell okay. you what it's supposed to be. We'll get over your fear of tarot cards oh, together. Don't tell my mom. Two of wands. Two of wands. Oh, I actually have that one already saved. Oh, wait, that's four of wands. Touch it. <laughs> oh, it's pretty. Isn't it pretty? They remind me of Bella Sarah cards. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? No, I didn't. They were like It was like this unicorn horse world. And, um... Is it like Webkins? Yeah. I did Webkins. It's kind of like Webkins. Is it sad that I still sort of want to do Webkins? I sort of want to do the the Bella Sarah. I once tried to log into my old Webkins account, but it was deactivated. Oh, that's really sad. That's really sad. Is Webkins still around? I don't... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a sad adult. Anyway, the two of wands. So the two of wands, if it's presented upright, it represents future planning, progress, decisions, and discovery. Ooh! And if it's reversed, it represents personal goals, inner alignment, fear of unknown, and lack of planning. Anna, weren't we just talking about your 2022 goals? We were. (laughs) No! (laughs) We're doing this! I'm reading your tarot card! No, this is not a reading. We're, I, we are scientifically defining the card. Okay. All right. Are you ready for your next one? Go ahead. Take it. Okay. I don't know what it is. Two of cups. Okay. Oh, great. This is getting spooky. Two of cups. Um, I don't like Should I lay? I'll lay this one. No! <laughs> Isn't that how they do it? They lay them down. Okay. Two of Cups. Upright, it's unified love, partnership, and mutual attraction. Reverse, it's self-love, breakups, disharmony, and distrust. Anna, you were just telling me about tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) My mom is going to kill me. I'm going to be disowned. Okay, next one. We'll do one more. I fucking love this. I'm like literally dying. Um, this is cognitive behavioral therapy for me. This is like, what is it when they, like, if you're scared of spiders, exposure they throw... Therapy. Yeah, this is exposure therapy. Uh, nine of swords. Oh, damn. Okay. And it's 
and it was facing forward towards you, right? Yeah, it wasn't upside down. Okay. Ooh. Upright, anxiety, worry, fear, depression, and nightmares. Well, sounds like tonight what I'm going to be having <laughs> after doing this. I mean, you have anxiety. And then reversed, inner turmoil, deep-seated fears, secrets, and releasing worry. So, I mean, pretty much sounds like me. So, two out of three were good. One was, like, an already known thing. Okay, I have to end on a good note, so pick another one. Okay. <laughs> Watch it be, like, death or something. Ace of Cups. Ace. Ace. And now I gotta lay it down. Someone is going to get really mad because I don't know how to read tarot cards Ooh. and they're going to be like, you're doing this wrong. Love, new relationships, compassion, creativity, reverse self-love, intuition, and repressed emotions. Damn. Well, you, it's facing you, so. So it was love, new relationships, compassion, creativity. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm wishing for myself. Oh my gosh. I'm so, why? Why am I, okay. Jeez. You're like, get it. I'm like, I'm going to be very logical about this and just go into the history, not do any of that. <laughs> and then Betsy was like, let me get the tarot oh cards Oh my out. gosh. These are Jeremy's. I uh, fucking... Okay, now that I'm paralyzed. Um, and paranoid, you mean? And paranoid, yeah. Very, very paranoid. paranoid. It's fine. Will it feel better? We have to say goodbye to the tarot cards. Bye, tarot cards. Bye, tarot cards. Isn't that with... Isn't That's that with a Ouija the, board. We, Ouija board thing where you like... You have to say, say goodbye. goodbye. That's why I wouldn't want to do a Ouija board because you actually, like, I believe in spirits. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to open myself up to that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't think I would ever do a Ouija board. Mm -hmm. Tarot cards, though, it's like, I feel like, eh, they're cards. Do you ever like... feel like, okay, do you, you know, apples to apples? Mm hmm Do you know how when you win a couple rounds, you get a stack of cards and you're like, oh, look at my personality traits. Yeah. That's like it's tarot like tarot cards. cards. Yeah. So next, we're going to talk about palm reading. Give me your palm. No. Well, first, tell me how to do it. Well, and then I'm more, very into this exposure is more therapy. The, the kind of history of the Romani version of palm oh, reading. Okay. And then also, like, kind of a modern look on okay. palm reading by someone. I will let you do your episode. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We can do it. We can do it. There's some more stuff coming up that we can do. Okay. okay. This one, I just don't have enough information to do. Okay. 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 All right, the fortune telling of the Romani people started in northern India, right? Okay. It's likely that this practice can be older than ancient Greece, Greek or Chinese practices. Indian astrologers first gained knowledge of the signs that were later used in palm reading. Samudra Rishi, or Rish, Rishi um, was the first Indian scholar to write about palm reading. The Romani people were what a lot of people in movies called gypsies. Mm -hmm. But gypsy is actually a derogatory term. In Greek, its root meaning from Greek means untouchable. The Hunchback of Notre Dame Disney movie. Yeah. And if they use the word gypsies, they shouldn't be doing that. Oh, really? Yeah, they should say Romani people. I do love that movie, though. That pop that movie popped off. Yeah. Like, the movie kind of creeped me out. I wasn't Did allowed you, to watch it. You know the, 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 the scene where the evil guy is singing? Mm-hmm. He's singing about lusting after the girl. Yeah. This it's fire! Yeah. This fire! Hellfire! Hellfire! And, and he, like, literally uses his religious authority to... <laughs> anyway, continuing. The 
Yeah, Romani, even though they originated in India, they began to move up to Europe between the 9th and 10th century. Europeans mistakenly thought they came from Egypt, and then people started calling them gypsies, and then people are like, no, that's derogatory, we're not going to do that. Oh, wait, is gypsies, like, Egyptian? Is that what I think that so, comes yeah. from? Oh my gosh, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, but then it also, in Greek, means, like, untouchable, so it's like, mm, yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, I know, I know some people don't care, and some people do. And it really depends on, like, who you talk to, you know? Well, there's, like, the entire, like, American Gypsy, like, show. Yeah. Where it's, like, people who, like, they they are very prideful of yeah. being called Gypsies. It's yeah. part of their heritage kind of a thing. Yeah. Which is interesting, especially if, like, the term was a derogatory term. Yeah. No, that is really, I didn't think about that. Like, have you huh. ever seen, like, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding? Yes! Like, oh that my. was one of my favorite shows to watch when I was younger. That and, show. And I still watch it on YouTube. When we're all done, we should Freaking. we should look up some of the episodes. Freaking. Oh, and my gosh. Because I, I just love the big dresses. It's so good. Me and too. the drama. Me oh too. And also, like, the endless amounts of shirtless men in vests. <laughs> yes they're like in white beaters cousin. white beaters yep. and vests yep. and like yeah there's a professional palmist called patty Lightflower, mm. and she considers palmistry to be understanding the body's language okay so her kind of thought behind it is that our hands are like one of the first things that touch the world right Ooh. And our hands kind of anticipate what energy is going to be coming out of the world and what we're going to be facing. And so that's why it shows up as lines on our hands. She also claims that our energy patterns are seen on our palms. The experience combined with behaviors and personality to equal a person, and the hands are part of that. What's going on and anticipating what will be. Mm-hmm. That supposedly shapes what is on your hand. That is very interesting. At least from the knowledge of Patty Lightflower, <laughs> it's that, it's like about electrical energy and what your hands are anticipating in your personality and stuff like that, so. Oh, and this is from grunge.com for the palm reading. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. One time I was at uh, a camp with homeschoolers, obviously, and these two girls were like, we're gonna do palm reading. And all the other girls were like, <gasps> Sorcery! Sorcery! It was it was kind of looking back, I kind of feel bad for them. And I also kind of laugh at myself. I was freaked out. Dude, I freaking like I had the same experience too. I remember that. And that was at science camp. Yes! super into this like stupid fucking clap thing and we literally sat around in a huge circle on the floor uh-huh. and did it and then we played like some stupid games were you in the for the mud run were you in a group that was like we're not gonna touch the mud or were you like in the mud i was in the mud I, so was i i was so i remember we were we were covered in mud like everyone when i went we all like it was so fun yeah. So basically, this mud run would be, it's just an old boggy trail filled with mud, and they'd have the kids run oh through there gosh. and get covered in mud. I it was, was so cool. I was so 
so excited. For yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. Too. I seriously forgot about the mud run. That was like yeah, a repressed memory. She just part. unlocked that. For what? Me. Yeah. yeah. No, I had I had a lot of fun at that day camp. Sadly, my anxiety was also super bad at that yeah. day camp. I was well, afraid. We were there was, for a week. Oh, we were there for a weekend. Or a week. We were there for a couple nights. Yeah, we least. were there for a couple nights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but because my mom wasn't there, and I was quite the mama's girl. Aww. Um, but my dad was there, which was pretty cool. But then also, <laughs> this is a little TMI, but I was trying to go to the bathroom, and I thought that I accidentally got a piece of toilet paper up my bum hole, and I was worried about it, and then I didn't know if it was gonna, like, kill me, and then I also didn't know if I had done something wrong. Oh my gosh, Anna. And it was awful. Anna Parker. And then I was like, it was, it was, like, I had a lot of anxiety, but I do remember a lot of fun. I really wonder if we were in the same year. We probably were. I want to say, I want to say it was like 2008 or 2007. I don't even Because I want to say I was like 11. I want to say I was like 11 or 12. This sounds about the, well, I would, yeah, I, I don't remember. What year? Yeah. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. But anyway. Anyway. But, no, they did the, they did palm reading, you know, and then everyone yeah. freaked out and was like, ah! I freaking, I think I remember that, because I think the girl who did it was like a redhead. So, next up is tea leaves, or tassiology. Oh. So. Wait, like reading, oh, reading someone's tea when they, yeah. like, drink it all? Yeah. Oh. So, basically, yeah, it's, um, oh, and this is from... Now I want tea. Astrologyanswers.com. Pretty much it's just what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You put tea leaves in your favorite cup and then think of like what you want to ask and whatever. Yeah. Depending on what shapes and symbols are formed or where the leaves end up in the teacup. Yeah. Can tell you what your answer is. There's like an infinite amount of shapes, symbols, and stuff that appear in tea leaves. People really like that because it's not like such a clear answer. Mm-hmm. These are common tea leaf reading shapes and meanings. So there are numbers, and sometimes those appear if you are asking a question about timing. If you have a significant number, animals have significant meaning, um, kind of like zodiac signs, or like if a certain animal shape, you can kind of look up the definition in a dictionary and kind of just like see if anything kind of speaks to you about that. Yeah. Flowers, you can go, you can find the meaning of the flowers book. Did you ever see have that when you were a kid? The meaning of the flowers? No. Oh, so fun. It's like the language of the flowers and... I was obsessed with it when I was a kid, but basically it's like, oh, when you give someone a rose, it means that you love them romantically. You know, if you give See, someone, you know. I didn't have, like, a super fun, field-trippy, homeschooly oh, experience. That like, was, my mom was really, really good at that, yeah. I would say. She was very creative. Hearts could mean love, and circles could mean the beginning or ending of a cycle, or something. I feel like this is more of like a meditative type of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like looking at clouds. What I think they say would say more about what I think they I want them to say, if that makes sense. It's like almost like I can see that like deep yeah. down, like pulling out your deep thoughts of yeah. your subconscious. So I thought that was kind of cool. Next is pendulum divination. That is the one I think that I see the most on TikTok. Yeah. So this is from readersandrootsworkers.org. 
Um, pendulums are commonly made of metal, semi-precious stone, or whole roots. Sometimes, though, diviners use their own wedding rings or a favorite necklace or a ring of their client or something like that. That's yeah. meaningful to them. You kind of decide what the different directions mean. Some people have a plate where north means yes, south means no, like east. Like, you kind of define at the beginning of it, like, oh... When it swings, you know, northeast, it means think about it or whatever. If you hold it above a board, it can be as simple as like yes, no. And it can be as complex as like the whole alphabet and numbers and whatever. Um, so it really just kind of ranges on what you want to do. And I thought this was kind of fun. Before the advent of sonograms, it was common for pregnant women to consult a diviner to use a pendulum over their bellies to see if it was a girl or a boy. So doing that the next time. So basically, they take the wedding ring, thread it through your cord, suspend it over her belly, and if the ring moves in a distinct circle, the baby's a girl, and if it moves up and down or back and forth, it's a boy. Wow. Isn't that fun? I mean, obviously, like, you know, I don't think that's accurate at all, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay, we're going to do that. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? We're we gonna try something new. All right. The last thing I'd like to cover is from energymuse.com, and it is healing crystals. Mm. I know people, I actually really like the idea of crystals and stuff like that because I do feel like... This is the one that I'm the most interested about because uh-huh. how would you know that a certain crystal does a certain thing? Yeah. So to me, I'm like, it's a rock. I feel like, <laughs> you know, in the, um, rock. you know, in, oh, fuck, what is it called? Um, the ant movie, but not the ant movie. Bugs Life? Bugs Life. Yeah. When he, when he gives the princess a rock. Yeah. And she's like, it's a rock, but it's a rock. I know it's a rock, but it's a rock. That's how I feel with crystals. Like, I don't understand. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, it's, it's a pretty rock. They're really pretty, and I'd like to have them because they're yeah. really cool decoration. I yeah. actually want to make an amethyst mirror thing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, I actually have the perfect. I already have the perfect one. So when you do yours, let me know because I want to yeah. do mine. Because um, the moon mirrors that I have have a little space around the edges that's wood, mm. so I can glue it onto. It. Yeah, I kind of um, want to get a mirror that's like cut. Ooh. And then do rocks That'd be cool. on the side. That'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. With crystals, you can kind of look at them as a guide or a little power source or a little tool that helps you manifest. But what you how? Want. It's a rock, Anna. How? So. How do you do it? How do they know? Oh. How do they know? So, remember how we talked about earlier that each. Like, we all are kind of like electrical vibrating beings, right? Right. Like Einstein said that, right? Right. So, each crystal carries a unique vibration, right? Because mm-hmm. it's its own type of crystal. And, it, like, to form a certain crystal, things have to, like, this sound, I don't know how to say this without sounding stupid, but crystals, to be a certain, like, say if a, something wants to be a rose quartz crystal versus an amethyst, it's going to grow in a different way, in a different pattern, mm-hmm. than it would for an amethyst. It's kind of like, so each type of crystal has a different kind of energy to it. Rose quartz is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite. But amethyst is my birthstone. Oh, emerald's my birthstone. <gasps> I love emeralds. Yeah. The vibrations can realign or recalibrate energy 
and like raise your vibrations to reach like a higher state of being supposedly. Okay. Okay. The first pieces of scientific evidence were done by um, an IBM scientist, Mark Marco Vogel. Wait, so there's actually been like scientific studies on this? So on this website, it says they're scientific, but it doesn't sound scientific to me. Basically, he was watching crystals grow under a microscope, okay. and he found that crystals grew in a certain way and took certain shapes if he thought about certain things. So that's what? not really scientific in my book, but whatever. And he also tested the metaphysical power of clear quartz and proved that rocks can store thoughts similar to how tapes use magnetic energy to record sound. Stop. So like cassette tapes, yeah. So, but you have to be thinking the thoughts when it's forming? Or you can just hold a rock and be like... Yeah, I think that rocks can just store thoughts. How does that, how does... Well, that, that's the thing, is, like, they say, oh, it's scientific research, but then I'm reading it, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense, I don't know how you would quantify this. Well, yeah, how would you be, I mean, I, I could see if you were, like, I put my, I could see how you'd be, like, let's record on a tape recorder, do-do-do-do-do, and then rewind it, and then hear it, and be yeah. like, ah, yes, yeah. the tape recorder records. Yeah. But with a rock, how do you know that it can, like, records thoughts or holds thoughts, unless you can, like think those thoughts again. I mean, if you're thinking those thoughts when you're holding that rock, how would you know that you weren't thinking about thinking about those thoughts? Because you picked that... Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Make me understand. I don't know. Okay. So, um, I want I want so badly to understand why so, crystals are so much of a thing. So, okay, here's some... It's a rock! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll shut up and listen now. No, you're good. You're good. I'm a you're bad good. student. No, you're good. You're good. Don't apologize. Let's have that be on one so, of our quotes. It's a rock. It's a rock. And have a picture of a quartz or a rose quartz. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I will. Anna, future Anna editing this, do that. Okay. It's a rock with two excla exclamation marks. When a crystal comes into contact with a lower vibration, it raises the vibration um, and kind of like attunes your body to the higher energy. It allows you to move past mental and physical blockages. So what you're telling me is I need 50,000 crystals in my home so I can, like, get past the trauma yes. and the blockage of being a mom and find energy to live in this world. Yes. Okay. So there are two ways to choose a crystal. Okay. You can do it based on your intuition or based on your intention, which I feel like is the same thing, but it's fine. Well, intuition would, isn't that like what you, I think intention like you is what you want, intuition is like how you, is like your actual gut feeling. Yeah, that's true. Whereas like, you could be like, oh, I want love, but what I actually really need is this. Yeah. Um, so when you're picking your crystals, a lot of crystal experts actually say that crystals pick you, which, have you ever had that interaction with a, um, inanimate object? Where you feel like somewhat akin to it or attached? Because I have with different things. I feel very atta attached to my dice. Yeah. Um, there's two sets of dice that I really like. One of them is Jeremy's. Ooh. And I feel like I like them. Mm -hmm. But then I really, my heart is with my original dice. Yeah. Which is my green ones. 
but I wouldn't say that I'm like attuned yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what am I attuned to? Like, because I know sometimes, like, I've, I'll see... Well, I think it's just because my, my grandma was a jeweler, and so she has... I grew up a lot around jewelry, because she's a jeweler. So, like, yeah. and she would have, like, different stone or crystals or whatever all over the place, because that's just what she did. So, like, I would, like, pick something up, and I was like, huh, this, like, kind of speaks to me. I feel like I'm very attuned to the color black. Yeah. Which isn't an inanimate object. It's more of a state of being. Yeah. But like, <laughs> wow, we're getting deep here. Whoa, that kid is hardcore girl. A hardcore girl. But I feel like as long as I'm wearing something that is black, I feel like me. Yeah. And I think that's also why I like having a black hoop mm-hmm. in my nose. Yeah. It's like your grounding color. Yeah. And then there's also another way of choosing a stone, and that's kind of um, matching your intention. Sometimes different stones will represent different things, so... Citrine can help you manifest your dreams. Rose quartz mm-hmm. is the perfect crystal for love-related intentions and matters of the heart. Um, I actually have a list after I finish the, um, this. I'll go over. Sure. Okay, well, real quick, before you say the stones, I want to say what I want. Okay. Because I don't want to hear of a stone and be like, oh, I want that one. Okay. I want to say it first and then find the stone. To use crystals, basically it's just carrying them. Meditating with them or wearing them. But what you want to do for sure when you get a crystal is program it. Wait, what? Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> yep. Can we go get crystals? <laughs> sure. What time is it? What time is it? It's probably um, too late to it's go. It's like for- 6.40. Damn. Probably too mm. late to go buy a crystal. Yeah. All the cool shops are closed. Yeah. We need to go to Vintage Junkies. Oh, do they have crystals? They do have <gasps> She has a ton of crystals. I want to get some of, like, the spheres, like the round. Yeah, she has those, I'm pretty sure. <sighs> so cool. Which, by the way, she she didn't even ask, but shout out to Vintage Junkies. Vintage Junkies! Woo-hoo-hoo. Does she listen? No, but she followed us. Well, I, I have no idea. Oh, okay. But she followed us on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so. I know, like, I kind of, I kind of know her. I know, like, um, I think she came, I think we were, like, shopping in Meyer once, and she was like, oh, hi, and I pulled she, me back, because I, I wasn't sure, I was like, you look really familiar, and I can't figure it out, but and you then can't later, you. I figured yeah. it out, and I was like, oh. She, so the day that I went to go figure out what I was having, uh-huh. I had ta- I had gone into her shop and talked about it, and then when I went back, she was like, I had a feeling you were going to have a girl, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> So maybe it is the crystals, man. Yeah. It's the crystals. It's the crystals. Um, yeah. So the first step is to cleanse your crystal. And there are several different ways to do that. So you can place your crystal under the light of the sun or a full moon for at least four hours. You can play music of Tibetan singing bowls, the Um Mantra, or Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. You can also use, there's a free clearing playlist that this website offers which is pretty cool wait what is it about beethoven's fifth symphony i think it i think it's just supposed to be like something calming i'm not really sure it says high vibrational music so i guess whatever high vibrational music is do you put it like right on the speaker um or just play it near i just play it near it um smoke you can immerse your crystal in smoke of a burning sage or frankincense resin or copal incense. You can bury a crystal into the earth and let it become recharged by the earth's energy. Or place it on top of a selenite plate or in a salient bowl to clear and cleanse any stuck energy. 
which I think, honestly, as silly as it sounds to cleanse your crystal, if I'm getting a crystal to help me remember something positive, I would do something like this. Because you don't want any leftover bad juju. Well, I don't want any so. leftover bad juju, and then I also just want to know that it's starting, like, clean and fresh, and even, like, because I feel like our minds are powerful things. Yeah. And just noting, it, it kind of, like, takes ownership. Like, this is my, yeah, this is my crystal. I feel like the easiest one out of all of those, or the one that makes sense to me most, is to bury it back in the ground. That makes sense to me, too. And, like, how long would you leave it buried in the ground? Like, um, overnight? What if you buried it under know. the ground during a full moon? Ooh. You let it charge in the full moon while you're playing music. Immerse it in smoke. And bury then bury it. it. The, tr- and then the crystal would be like, this bitch is way this too much. would be like... Bye. <laughs> you disintegrate. I feel like you want too much cleansing from me. <laughs> so after cleansing, um, how you program it is you hold your crystal in your hand, you close your eyes, and you take three deep breaths. While in this space of love and light, ask your crystal to be cleared of all unwanted energy or previous programming. Then you can also program it like with a positive mantra or intention or anything like that. Like we had talked about earlier, rose quartz and how a lot of people are like, oh, it's a love, like a love thing. If I wanted to try during the year to have more self-love, mm-hmm. like having a piece of jewelry that's rose quartz would remind me to have self-love or something like that. So I wonder at that point, is it the crystal helping you or is it the fact that you're wearing something to remind yourself well, that's, that's what I think is cool about it, is that... Maybe it's both? It could be both, but either way, it's kind of like if it works, it works, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, I don't know. I don't know. Alright, so what gemstones, what gemstones do you want to... Okay, so if I was going to pick a gemstone, okay. I think what I would want it to be would be for peace okay. and stability of mind, body, and soul. Okay, so peace and stability. They don't have peace, per se, on this chart that I'm looking or at. Or, like, just anti-anxiety, readiness to deal with what is to come. Let's see. Labradorite is supposed to represent or give psychic intuition, calm, and protection. Ooh, okay. I'll show you what that one looks like. Is it black? No, it's like a green <gasps> oh and then what was, the other, what was the other one so that would be your peace one what was what is the other one um like just stability, stability. in mind body and soul onyx which is black is um called it cleansing and strength Ooh, yeah so i need an onyx and a labyrinth La- labradorite oh labradorite I said labyrinth, labradorite. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that like pretty much all of these are all like along the same lines of happiness and luck and whatever. Yeah. If you look at them, like ooh, okay. And those so, are just a few. Amethyst is intuition and balance. Oh, that's pretty. That is that would, we, Yeah. That would be pretty good for me. Yeah. Um, rose quartz, love, healing, and compassion. Probably should use some of that. Labradorite. Psychic intuition, calm protection, turquoise, purification and truth, garnet, is that, wait, is yeah, that what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Energy and health and self-esteem. That's a big one. Yeah. Cit- citrine, 
abundance and prosperity, clear quartz manifestation. I'm not gonna say all these ones. Sorry. Yeah. There's like a thousand. But the, but there are really aren't they all really cool though? So pretty. Ooh, the obs ob obsidian one. Uh-huh. Well, like I saw that and I almost thought, like, I was looking at that one and I was like, she kind of, I wonder if she'd like that one. I like how edgy it looks. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that's cool about crystals, well, in generally, like, rock, rocks in general, is that how you identify a rock is not only its color and where <gasps> it grows, but also, it's called a cleavage, but basically the angles it breaks off into. This is so cool. Isn't I just, it? I think if I could have three, I would have the Labradorite, I would have the bloodstone, uh -huh. which is determination and confidence, and then probably the onyx. I think clear quartz, because manifestation and intention, and then opal for inspiration and transformation. Mainly because I like how they look, but then I also like what it says. <laughs> I, I love rose quartz, too. I think rose quartz would be really fun to have in the house, because yeah. it's just like general love. Yeah, like, exactly. So, healing and compassion, I like This has been How Not to Die, episode 18. Yes, Bitchin' Witchin' part two. Bitchin' Witchin' part two. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at How Not to Die Pod. And TikTok at How Not to Die Podcast. And email us any good stories or topics that you would like to hear. Or comments and thoughts about like stuff I said today because like I said, like I'm a beginner in all of this. So, yeah, if you have any corrections, yeah. please feel free. Yeah. We're both very sensitive, so just be kind. Yeah, please. With your critiques. I will cry. Um, I will cry. Just know that we already feel bad. Yeah, we already feel bad. We already feel bad about whatever about we About existing said. sometimes. Yeah. So, and you, really can email, <laughs> you can email that to hownottodiepod at gmail.com. Um, and we love you. Yeah, we do. Especially you, vintage junkies in Lansing, Rio Town. Woohoo, shout out. Yes, shout out. Free advertising. Free advertising. Oh, and something I forgot to say at the end of our last episode. If you want to donate oh. to How Not to Die, go on our Anchor website and there's a donate button. Or, you know, you can always just message us on Instagram and we'll yeah, figure would, out a way yeah. for you to donate. We should probably make like a... Um, like an account we should make a cash app account yeah and then whenever a guy tries to sneak into my dms to be my sugar daddy i'd be like well you can give to my podcast <laughs> i fucking love it oh my god he would be like how not to die what how not to die without me <laughs> bye bye, bye. bye.